This is Making Light. Julie Hurt and Kate Fogger are soul-level intuitives and animal communicators. This show is about us sharing our experiences in the hope it will help others along their path. So let's go make some light. Hello everybody, I'm Kate Fogger, this is Julie Hurt and together we are Making Light to Humans Being. Two humans being we're both a little bit tearful at the moment so you'll just have to bear with us various stuff going on in our lives and um julie's been doing a lot of grief counseling so us all and i'm having not issues with my mother but my mother has been declared close to end of life or whatever they call it mixed feelings but anyway we're both feeling a little fragile which is great not great obviously it's not great but it's very good for this week's um topic which is indeed perfectionism as it relates to not feeling safe supported and protected which is a um i will go into the introduction but i just want to say it's not a great one for me i couldn't think of anything that would come up but it sounds like you've got plenty so that's fine so what we've been doing is taking a theme a monthly theme this month's theme is perfectionism in all its glory and then we've been applying the negative beliefs um, on a weekly basis and putting them together and seeing what comes up so the negative beliefs that we um it's an interesting conversation I'll have to have with you Julie about I've got a friend who who does um a healing mechanism where you go and get the code and take it out she's like well I'm just going to do you and Julie for you're not worthy and just I'm thinking okay bring it on but we recognize four negative beliefs not worthy not good enough not safe supported and protected and not lovable um and nearly all beliefs at least the ones that I've come across do fall into these categories there is some overlap and some blending but they all fall into that and I think that's what I was trying to tell my friend as like you know, if you could just get not worthy out of my life, but there's all the little nuances and, you know, there's always one there to surprise you, isn't it? But we could both do that. She can't do it on camera, but she has offered to do it and she is going to be a guest in the new year. So we might work something in there. So maybe we'll have nothing to talk about. Then what will we do? <laughs> we'll just have guest stars on. It's it's funny that you talk about that removing you know, a negative belief for two reasons. One, I do find the negative beliefs tend to be like the Russian nesting dolls. And like, you know, the more you dive into the onion and peel back all the layers, sorry to mix all my metaphors. It's what I do. Um, but you just like, I, my, the nesting dolls would just not, nothing would work. However, it's not that I'm identifying with my negative belief either. We're going to figure out that. The other thing is, I know I mentioned this to you a couple of weeks ago and I was taking a walk with Lucas at like I do every single day in the preserve. Um, my guides were like, you know, had you not dealt with not worthy, you may not be as, you may not be able to step into a place of gratitude on certain things with as much ease as you do. So there can be, and our dear friend, Monica Klein, who will be on the podcast next week um, in the little teaser there. And we'll talk more about that too. But she also says too, that her experience has been sometimes negative beliefs can be a gift. So that's not something we've talked about. But yeah, anyway, <laughs> it is because we're here to experience life. That's what we talked about last night. We're here in a physical body to experience life. If it was all fucking roses, there's nothing to experience. Can't have the light without the dark. You can't have color without black and white. Don't know how that works. But um, all these things, and this is a conversation I was having with the, the nurse um, at my mom's home, actually, because she obviously had to tell me that 
you know, things weren't looking good. She's fine. My mom's fine. And so don't get nobody, anyone, not that anybody here knows my mom, but it's just they're just concerned that it might happen over the holidays and they wanted to get drugs in so they can treat her without having to, without delay. But they felt they should tell me. But, and this is the only nurse that probably knows of my trauma, you know, because I, she's, it's just come up where I've said that I find it quite difficult. But it's nice because it's nice to have this time with her now. Um, but she was sort of, sort of being nice and comforting me. And I was, you know, and it's like, I am at a stage now, if my mother had not been who she was, I would not be who I am. And whilst on the one hand, I can see numerous other lives that may have been easier and more fun. At the end of the day, this is me. This is who I am. This is who I've grown into. And without the people around us and the dramas around us and the negative beliefs and the this that shape us, our journeys would be different and not necessarily better, they'd just be different. Because you meet so many really privileged people, it's like us worrying about money, who have all things that we think would make our life better, and they're fucked up about something else. There's all, mm. you know, this is a human experience. And we intentionally come in to this world with these things to form these beliefs so that we can navigate around them. God, that sounds like a fucking preach sermon, doesn't it? <laughs> Yes. Okay. So as I say, I'm I'm not bone dry with not safe supported and protected in terms of perfectionism, but my not safe supported and protect my perfection I was thinking this through, but we've covered most of the things that cover my not safe supported and protected, which is all about neighbours and workmen and and all these things. Now I can't see an immediate link with perfectionism though something might come up julie so what we're talking about so the workarounds yeah the workarounds are the um behaviors that we have so in this case perfectionism um and we've talked about not worthy talked about not lovable we talked about not good enough and now we're looking at not safe supported and protected so it's when do we use perfectionism or how does perfectionism play a part in us dealing with our feelings of not feeling safe supported and protected and I'm taught myself into a corner Julie so it's up to you now <laughs> all right um so I look at um the negative belief of not feeling safe supported and protected um the easiest way for me to differentiate it from not feeling lovable not feeling worthy or not feeling good enough is Safe, support, and protected for me really hits the root chakra. So anything that has to do with finances, anything that has to do with, to me, like family, grounding, all that type of stuff. Yes, there can be seasonings of it in all the other negative beliefs, but if not, but, and if I can really kind of feel like, oh, it'll feel like I don't have a secure place to sit on my sitting bones, which is my root chakra, then that's really what's being yeah, triggered, if you will. So when we were, I think last week or the week before, when we were talking about one of the other negative beliefs, I took a walk with Lucas in the preserve, as I do every time after we're done making an episode, thinking about the next, this particular one. Um, and I realized that one thing that comes up for me on perfectionism is this idea of having to have credentials and having to have certifications. There are, um, I've so as we went through all of this work with our current teacher, and then I have, you've had other teachers, I've had other teachers, I always have to finish it 
to the end and walk away with that specific certification and credential. However, now that I have those and we've been doing this work and peeling back these onions, if you will, of all of our negative beliefs, I'm realizing, plus also reading our favorite book on our best behavior and understanding more about the patriarchy, I'm realizing that, <laughs> yeah, links in the show notes, um, I'm realizing that credentials are actually part of the um of the system that's been put in place by human beings for other human beings. And sometimes those credentials no longer serve us. So, however, and in order for me to feel safe, secure, and protected, I had to be perfect and get those credentials, but I also had to like excel in doing it, like be the, you know, top student or, you know, con you know, do all the things. If you give me a to-do list, man, I'm like, check them all off. Everything is Perfect. And even those I've noticed have been loosening. Like I we're part of another organization called the Animal Communication Collective. I meet with the um, co-directors every week and I got a list of to-dos last week. I haven't done any of them. <laughs> and I'm meeting. <laughs> yeah, I know. And it's like, and I'm okay with it because other stuff has happened and it is what it is. So, but it was just interesting to me that they brought up this need for credentials and need for someone to look at me through that lens and go, oh yeah, you've checked all the boxes. Therefore you're perfect. Therefore, you know, for me, it means safe, secure, and protected. Yeah. At, at risk of um, dropping you in it, <laughs> of, of, of our readers, perhaps you can describe there why it's not safe, support, and protected as opposed to not good enough because obviously they're working really hard and ticking all the boxes that's also very strong not good enough and having a certification is a way of telling the world well I am good enough so explain how that differs because I can I can see it's both but you know yeah and it can absolutely be both just not to for me personally I mean it's it it it, um, it manifests for every single human being differently so the only thing you and I can talk about are like how we could use perfectionism for our own safe, secure, and protected. Um, I had a client last night who's um, who actually her negative belief that was coming up was not good enough, but it was actually nested within safe, secure, and protected. So we had to tackle that first um, and then how that manifested, but yet there is linkage there. So it's not like clear cut but we're just trying to do our best to give some illustrative examples. And this was one. So this, so accreditations could absolutely be somebody's main, not good enough um, negative belief when it deals with perfectionism. And it all really, for me, really kind of harkens back to that first episode in when I always call it when the seed was germinated. So when we do intuitive coaching, um, we, the guides will share with us what negative belief the humans working or the clients working on in that moment, based on the question that the clients asked. And then we ask the guides, what, when did this start for them? And typically it's between the ages of zero and five. And while you may not have a memory of that, um, you may have a story or a legend that you can associate with that time, or you know enough about your family history as to who the dynamics were. Um, because like I have clients who their negative belief starts the moment they enter this world. <laughs> they don't remember that. However, there may be stories about what happened at that moment. So 
anyway, and then when you realize what the moment is and that's resonating with the client, then you look at all the influencing factors or the people in the situation. And you're looking at the energy, not only of the client at that moment, but also whoever else comes steps forward or is part of that client story. And that all creates this, oh, now I see why I would have believed, you know, I wasn't safe, supported, protected, or I wasn't good enough. And now I see why. And then as you move through the, the session and then subsequent sessions, even then you understand these behaviors we put in place to protect ourselves from that original negative belief. So yeah, so for this client, it stemmed back to something that happened for her um, that was not good enough that created this need for perfectionism because it actually ended up being a bit of perfectionism. Um, but, and for me, it's safe, supported, protected, whereas not worthy for me ends up being a lot. I have a lot of workarounds that we've been, we being me and guides and you are helping me and um, all our lovely friends. Yeah, anyway. I yeah. How does having creditations make you feel safe? I guess that's the question. Yeah, there's, there is an acceptance level. So I'm accepted into a group, which for me, it kind of triggers that family aspect. Um, if I did all the proper, like when I look back at going to college and all that type of stuff, if I did all the things and got grade eight, you know, mom and dad would be pleased with me, would be happy with me. Um, if I had the right kind of job, you know, those types of things and excelled at, you know, whatever the accreditation or the standard to which I was being measured, if I met that, there was acceptance in my family and potentially money too. So, which to me is where safe, supported, protected for me re resonates. Does that make sense? It does. And actually, as you're saying it, I've just realized that um, just as you say that, my mine is probably about safe support protection I was thinking it was not good enough because you know again I'm like you I tick all the right boxes I do everything correct but in a way it's it's actually more to do with safety in this situation because it's sort of like I know I'm capable of passing these exams I know but especially with the psychic stuff and the animal communication it's like how will I know when I'm good enough it's like having somebody else so actually it wasn't it was fear of there's a fear of not being well there is a fear of not being good enough but it was also like because it's all unseen because it's not a test like a you know I've, I've got a I haven't got math aid oh I must have a math aid level but like you know I haven't got 100% this test I haven't got anything tangible to say that, that, that this psychic stuff is kosher shall we say so actually that was also in this case for me about not about safe support and protected is having that security of somebody else saying I'm good enough so that's a sort of mixed of both of them. Interesting, because I do have so many doubts because my biggest doubt and my fear doing all this is what if it's nonsense? Like a, not even about being ridiculed, but what if what I'm telling this these people isn't true? And then we goss, we get into the whole thing about what is truth anyway. But, but if, I don't know if you remember that. I mean, I still have moments of that where I go, you know, well, that's what I heard. That's what I saw. Is it true? I don't know. Does anybody know what is true? But for me, that's that's um, that rings very deeply for me. The idea that I might misrepresent truth in some way. Um, so I've gone off on a tangent. No, you haven't at all. Misrepresenting truth. I think <laughs> it's just making me think of a bumper sticker that came out in. I think a minute. Wait, where are we now? 
2016 facts matter <laughs> no facts was it facts matter i don't remember but it had something to do with facts but it's like fact you know to me yeah that's a whole thing and we don't need to open up that can of worms oh well, i don't know <laughs> There's a whole bunch of stuff going on about facts right now, at least in this country. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, that's why that's why I made that for anyone who isn't watching us. I just blew my lips out in a comical way. Um <laughs> it's a it's a thing, and this is this is actually a bit of an issue, slight detour, but why not? Um, this whole thing about truth, because actually as we're learning with the um in the psychic world and the animal kingdom, and and actually what animals keep telling me is if you believe it to be true, if you believe something, it becomes truth. Like it's, and we know, I know all this from more retraction, but they're a lot more blunt about it. They're like, you know, and I go, well, well, what if, what if, what if, what if, you know, this happens or that happens? And it's like, trust it and it becomes true. Um, but my problem there is when you try and you can't have that conversation with the wider world because there's so much, and and I am part of it when I'm when I am, uh, shall we say, participating in the real world. Truth matters very much to me. I mean, I'm trying to let stuff go, but all this about fake news and all you know, all that and all the stuff through COVID, all the little stories that people came up with in order to make more money, and all these little cons and that. I mean, I nobody really knows what the truth is about the vaccines or the you know the figures and the numbers because there's no there's no data to compare it to so you know my views may be very different from yours but either way actually nobody knows because scientifically there's no evidence to prove what would have happened if we hadn't had a vaccine that sort of thing but you have to be really careful then because on the one hand people deliver i suppose the difference is people deliberately manipulating the truth as opposed to what we're talking about which is um trust i don't know it's Mm -hmm. it's subtle and it's hard because i want to jump into the world where no i believe in kate's world that things should be like this and they will be like this and i'm going to dance off into my little fairyland i want to be that person but how do you ever explain or justify that to people who are going who are in the real world where where it is a serious problem that people are misrepresenting truth or making truth up in order to further their own gains i just got a bit deep there didn't i it's not very seasonal no answer to your question <laughs> <laughs> outside of the only thing each one of us can do is hold our own um truth i guess for lack of a better word this is where language gets a little limiting because and even the guides are like you know hold your own morality hold your own ethics hold your own truth is because all of it gets to be exploited to some degree by other people's stuff so yeah so i don't know it's like hold your own magic i guess this is the word they're going to use now yeah hold your own magic whatever that may mean yeah this yeah i don't know okay so back to perfectionism <laughs> not feeling safe secure and protected do you have any other because I'm trying to think do I have any other I tried to think before and it was like all the examples I came up with were ones that we've covered already yeah I've got one other one so I noticed the other day that um something had transpired and I'm just going to look at my notes here a minute um oh something had transpired between me and another person and I don't remember who it was um, I don't remember if it was 
my, if it was my husband or my sister, something, I don't remember what it was. Doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Um, they did something drives me at, drives me absolutely crazy. Whatever it was that they did. I just remember being like, are you freaking kidding me? Like, seriously, like, that's how you're going to approach it. Like, really, you can't see, you can't see like where this is headed or you can't see like how you like are amazing. Like you can like, come on, like that kind of a crazy. And then they pick up on the fact that I'm frustrated with them and they'll say something to the, if they'll call me out on me being frustrated. And then I'm like, oh no, don't worry. No, 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 no. And I totally hide it and brush it off in an effort to still appear to them perfect that I can handle my emotions of frustration, anger, whatever, or like for me, like not to show anybody that, although I have no poker face. So the universe is funny because even though I think I can hide it, most people can read my face and know damn well. Anyway, which drives me crazy too. But anyway, so, but I will brush it off. Like, no, 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 that's fine. That's okay. No, no, you're good. Totally good. It's you, not me. Or it's me, not you. So I got that. <laughs> the guides are playing a little joke. It's, it's me, not you. Like I'll totally brush it off. But that too, to create this perfect scenario and to allow someone to feel perfect about themselves too. Like it's a little, it's a little bit of a different, but I'm still trying to create a perfect situation where nobody's feathers are ruffled except for mine. Nobody's um, nobody's having any issues except for I am um, in an effort to keep the peace, which is also to me part of that safe, secure, and protected. Mm -hmm. That was another little example of how that perfectionism can manifest. And in a, again, not, not me particularly, I don't think, but in general, I would say like the whole thing about social media about what we portray or I mean I don't, I don't I'm still very careful about what I post but I don't sort of portray but this perfectionism that people portray is is a desire to be admired and accepted and that's all about being part of the society that's all safe supported and protected I think mm-hmm. you know this is how I want people to see me I mean there is elements of good enough in it but a lot of it is is about I want to be admired. I want to, because then I'm safe. I want people to think certain things about me because then I'm safe and I belong and I'll be popular. Because for me, being popular and belonging is all about safe, supported and protected. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So last night, instead of reading a book, I was scrolling through Facebook and you do these lovely I know. Wrong. I know. I just, I know. I, yeah, I beat myself. It's not the perfect behavior and I beat myself up for it too. Um, But I saw that you were tagged in a post of one of your swimming colleagues. So for those of you who don't know, Kate likes to go swimming in the very cold Scotland weather and water in the lochs. And I love that you call them lochs. Um, And uh, anyway, so one of your companions did, you guys must have had your swimming thing the other day and you had some some little celebrations afterwards some of you had some really cute hats on and whatnot and she posted a bunch of pictures of all of you so I was looking at the pictures to find you and I couldn't find you in any of them but your name you are tagged in it that's how I got to see it because she tagged you so but I was just like but everybody is you know middle-aged or older and wearing swimsuits and they're not you know I just watched the Barbie movie, by the way, as an aside. So they're not um, Margot Robbie by any means, right? 
So who played Barbie? Joy will be. What do you say? She's the actor. She's the actress who played Barbie. So y'all are not yeah, in your- I don't know what you're guessing at, Julie, but I don't like your tone. <laughs> Nobody in the picture was perfect. Although you're- one, you We do have one swimmer, and I don't think she'd thank you for calling her middle-aged either, but she's, but yes, the vast majority of us are old ladies who like our food. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I just, but- not but and I just I love the picture because I thought look at all of you you all have smiles on your faces oh, yeah it's and not... it looks colder than ah uh, and it, you all are out there there's a horrible expression I don't know where it came from and I can't believe it's going to come out of my mouth but I don't know it's colder than a witch's tit I oh, have yeah, we... no idea what that means I hope it doesn't mean what I think it means but uh yeah it was pretty fucking cold on Monday but we had yeah cake. we had cake afterwards which is unfortunately you don't burn off enough calories when you sit in cold water in 10 minutes than you do in half a Christmas cake so <laughs> but it is and that's the thing every picture that I have of I don't have any pictures of me swimming but people post them we're laughing because it's mental yeah. why yeah. would you, you I think it was four degrees in the water was four degrees so that's four degrees above freezing yeah freezing (laughs) you're looking at for those of us in fahrenheit land i'm not i can't do the conversion so don't for those of you who can it's four it's four degrees of if it's only four degrees it's close enough four degrees above freezing so it'll be close enough so 32 plus four people (laughs) cold in other words cold yeah. Which is cold, yeah. So, but the question that I had about it is, so from a perfectionism as a workaround and not feeling safe, supported, and protected, does it doesn't look like any of that triggers any of that. But some people would feel, I actually know people who would feel if you quote unquote violated, and I'm not judging them, I'm just saying they would feel violated if their picture got put up and they're tagged and they would actually actively work to untag themselves because they, they wouldn't, be seen as perfect do you know what I mean well so so bravo to you I feel about that in any other situation I'd be a bit pissed off actually if someone tagged a photo of me and I wasn't looking um do you know the good thing about the wild swimming you can't hide it like you just sort of give up because um and that's why it's so good for your body image because like I, I am particularly overweight at the moment um so I am paranoid about it and my legs are peeling as well, which isn't very attractive. I doubt you can see that in a photo, but it's because you're so vulnerable that you actually can't. So almost like you just, it's like, oh yeah, fuck it, whatever. Yeah. Um, I used to look at old, it's like, it's like age, isn't it? I used to look at older people and like, okay, I'd be overweight, but I wasn't lumpy, you know, when older people get lumpy and yeah, I'm getting to that age where I am getting lumpy, like my legs, are, you know, and I used to look at people with really lumpy legs and think, oh, you know, how dare you go out like that? And then it happens to you and you're like, what the fuck are you going to do? <laughs> you, you, you can't hide it if you're going swimming. So there is actually a very, um, what's the word, reassuring point where you just go, fuck it. Because you can't. You can't hide it. Um and there are other people, there are people who don't like being posted, but not for that reason. It, you, you just, it's almost like you just go, you just can't, you can't, mm. you can't get in the water 
unless you go in a well people do wear wetsuits but they tend to be the people who take it really seriously and probably quite fit and aren't the um lumpy scabby ones <laughs> not scabby I'll talk about myself not my beautiful friends um but yeah it's the, there's a word I'm looking for that I'm and my I feel like my guides are going like this just dangling <laughs> in front of me but I just can't get it but there is a word I'm looking for where you just go you just throw off you just like you can't you there's a there's a beautiful surrender there that's not the right word but that's the closest one I can get to because you yeah. can't find it yeah you just you're vulnerable and you step into the vulnerability mm-hmm. and you just let it be because what are you what are you going to do about it go yeah. around stopping people posting a picture yeah swim I mean I do swim in shorts and a shirt that used to hide me better than a swimsuit mm. um but it doesn't anymore because I filled both but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not putting myself down it's okay yeah it's, totally fine. yeah um, it's made me so much happier about my body in a lot of ways and I highly recommend it to anyone who has body issues because a bunch of just they're just such funny people as well you know so mm. yeah yeah so this episode comes out between Christmas and New Year's of 2023 so, which is the height of, in my humble opinion, the height of the perfectionist season of the year, because there's just so many expectations. And for me, you know, again, if I look at it from a root chakra perspective, family included, safe, supported, protected, also finances, because your budget uh, can easily get blown. Just, I guess my only, my parting thought on this is, It's something just to be mindful of. And when you see these perfectionist tendencies, like for me, when I see like, oh, there I go, trying to be perfect, trying to make sure everybody feels okay, trying to blow off how I feel so that no one has any ruffled feathers or everybody's got the perfect Christmas. I just have to take a a step there. Yeah, take a step and like a deep breath or five (laughs) into my belly and even hug myself, like, you know, you take your arms, I'm going to talk it through and like crisscross your arms and then hug yourself, which actually produces a psycho, a physical, physical reaction in your brain, physiology, I don't know, whatever the word is, but it's actually true science-based. It actually creates connection on both sides of your brains, but it actually creates, um, it does generate love and warmth for yourself and allows you to take that deep breath. So for those of you who are still going through the Christmas season with everybody and the perfectionism is kicking in, that might be something just to be aware of. Love yourself. You're great just as you are. Perfect just as you are. And just let it be. Wear that swimsuit in the cold water. Absolutely. That's that you get to a point where you don't care. That's what we should all get to in every yeah. in every avenue in life. You Nobody... You know, one of the amazing things about us all being so different is that what you think isn't good enough, other people think is fucking brilliant. And likewise, I see things that other people have done that I know they're really proud of and they think are absolutely perfect. And I'm like, nah, not to my taste. You know, we're all different. And that's the whole thing. Like nobody needs to be, what you think is perfection is not necessarily in other people's eyes and vice versa. And that's not to put you off. Liberating, that's what I was looking for. And that's why they made me save it till now. It's actually very liberating when you realize there is no such thing because we're all so different because then there's no standard. And actually, please yourself. 
That's the only thing. It's the only criteria you can work towards that you know when you've got there is if you work towards pleasing yourself because you'll never please everybody else ever. You might please one or two, but there'll be somebody you've pissed off along the way. So please yourselves this Christmas. And for those that go through the whole performance of it, my thoughts are with you because I bought myself a chicken, not one of mine. I've bought myself a chicken, a free range chicken, and Gary's having pizza and we're not doing anything. And that's how I like my Christmas. Yep. That's kind of how we're doing it too. So, um, all right. So with that, I hope everybody had, because we're taping this the day before the winter solstice in the Northern hemisphere. So I hope everybody had a wonderful solstice on whatever end of the earth that you reside. And I hope you had a wonderful holiday celebration, whatever holiday you celebrate at this time, as well as looking forward to 2024. And just to let you all know, our very first episode in 2024 will be uh, with featured guest stars, Anne-Marie Ellison, who's been here before. She is the founder of Field by a Horse, and she has teamed up with another colleague of ours, Monica Klein, who does the Language of Light. And the two of them work with the horses and the Language of Light to create this really unique healing experience. So they're coming on the show next week. You'll see them. Uh, We'll even have some snippets of some of the work that they do. It is amazing, and I cannot wait for you all to see it. Kate's seen it too. It's it's different and it's cool and it's innovative and it's so we're so excited to have them next week. Yeah. We are right out there on the cutting edge of everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. You heard it here first. <laughs> totally. Totally. So thanks everybody for joining us this week on Making Light Two Humans Being. I'm Julie here with me as always is the fabulous Kate Fogo. If you want to go swimming in Scotland, check her out to ask her to take you. It's amazing. I have not been yet, but it's on my list someday. Anyway, thanks for being here. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. You can also uh, like and subscribe to our channel here. You can follow us on any podcast platform that you love to listen to podcasts on. And you can rate and review us there as well. We will see you next week. And in the meantime, take really good care of yourselves. And you are perfect just as you are. Thanks for being here.